Welcome to season two of Nina Talks with your hosts Darius and Nikita, your favorite blurred podcast where we talk about music, anime, culture, and whatever else crosses our mind. Keep up with us online at www.nina-productions.com. I hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah, dog. How you been, dude? How you doing? I've been good, man. I've been chilling. Uh, I oh, for the I got to ride the lime scooter for the first time the other day. Oh shit! How that was shit that? was hella lit, bro. I was zooming, bro. It was just low key kind of fast. <laughs> Is it like bro. motorized? Are you kicking? yeah, you, yeah. Oh, so you know, they go even... they go like a good fifteen miles per hour. Oh, that's kind of legit. Yeah, so I, like we went. Zooming through like Central West End and shit. Man, that shit felt like I feel like that shit feel like some Pokemon shit. Like that's Pokemon like go about like, to get a resurgence, bro. Dog, if they had came through like a year or two early, I feel yeah. like they would have been lit. Niggas still play Pokemon going. They could come back, bro. It's never too late. Every now and again, I still see motherfuckers. And like, it honestly just take like a couple of people saying that, like, oh wait, Pokemon Go actually a good app for people to like. Redownload it, like it you don't think take, so? I don't think it take nothing to redownload the app. I feel like it's. I feel like with the cell phone games, they come in waves. Yeah, but like if people like if Pokemon Go actually becomes like a good app and people talk about it again, I don't think there's yeah. any reason for it to not come back. That's real. But like people have to talk about it again, and it has to not suck. Yeah, I, mean, I don't <laughs> think it's bad right now. I think it's just like um, I stopped playing it pretty early. After a while, like. I, I feel just, like it just got boring. It just got boring. Yeah, like, you have like, to be okay, able to do it. Like fight anybody. You got to be able real. to do a like, bit more. It, has it to takes not. too long to be able to fight people, bro. I'm like, damn, and then I'm shit just like hard. flicking like, my screen and shit. Like I got a cracked phone, so my finger <laughs> looky <key> hurt. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Darius risking his life with every Pokeball throw, bro. Can't put the right spin on it, <laughs> bro. You can never put the right spin on that shit. <laughs> this nigga, damn, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> It, it sucked for me because I remember, like, I left the country, like, as soon as it came out. So I missed, like, <laughs> all the hype and then, like, had to come back when everybody was over it and be, like, really overjoyed. <laughs> you was real excited. I was real excited about it. Everyone was like, yes. oh, that's so two weeks ago, you fucking lame. <laughs> And I'm over here like, holy shit, there's a pigeon in my room. Like, she came oh, back like... from the islands playing. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> nah, that shit was sad, bro. I was up in Trinidad, bro. And you know what's petty about it? It's like, you can still, still load work. it up. You me the you can still... <laughs> I was like, that's an L, You can bro. still load that shit up. You just be like in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's no just, Pokemon, no nothing. It was no just nothing. a sea of water around It was just dude. like, you just be in the ocean. Not even the water Pokemon, <laughs> bro. You couldn't catch no Lapras like, or nothing. damn, bro. Y'all couldn't just put some little... <laughs> Magic generic Car- characters in here like, like at least let me struggle with my magic carp until i get a gyarados let me get shit. a gyarados bro come on bro you gonna let me drown bro damn niggas <laughs> is cold-blooded out here bro that's funny as shit man bro. so this episode we wanted to talk about masculinity yeah dun, dun, dun. yeah man <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, uh, inter- a personal conversation But I feel yeah. like I feel like it's one that like It don't make no sense to not have like, Yeah I don't know I feel like it's something that You know I feel like we've had like Interesting Journeys through like What it means to be a man And like all that shit I know yeah. like myself personally Like I know that like I'm very comfortable in like What masculinity is For like me As far as like I don't know. I feel like niggas, a lot of dudes now be on just like a lot of that like repression. Like I like I can't do X Y Z. That's feminine. Da 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 da. Yeah. I I just kind of live my life for real. I don't think like. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting because for me growing up, like I grew up around like legit straight woman. Like yeah. In the house, it was my mom and my sister. My pops wasn't really around. Type shit. And so like masculinity in one sense was like. It's a household where, like, you know, I can't really be, like, roughing too much because, like, yeah, it's my yeah, mom and sister. my sister. Like, <laughs> like, what the hell am I going to be doing? I played sports and stuff, but it wasn't really, like, never yeah. too much that. And so, like, that level of masculinity was never really, like, 
the 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 hard like that was never that was never my hard head problem. I was yeah. never like a violent nigga like type shit. I was just like I was, I always just kind of grew up with un, with the mindset of like. I'm the nigga that gotta provide, like. Yeah. Even the, though I'm like growing up, you like what? The quote unquote man of the house, <laughs> even though you like twelve. You young or thinking, but you feel like because you like, well, shit, like I'm the only dude around here. Like, that's I what see it, we low key struggling. Like, you know, what can I do or whatever? Yeah, so that's always kind of been like one of my big like journeys and shit. I feel yeah. like for masculinity, and it's like I don't know. It's the I feel like it hasn't. It's like realigned itself. Mm-hmm. I still feel like. I still get like a level of pride and just being able to be like knowing I make money like yeah oh hell yeah I we always <laughs> say like you know you always gotta keep a toe in the man box yeah no matter how, <laughs> no matter how aware you get bro you always still got them little things you just like oh man yeah what it is bro like yeah I'm aware of it but like also I spent my whole life thinking like certain things so it's just like you know it is what it is yeah. like I still want to be the one to like. You know, pay for shit if you go out or whatever. Like, yeah, be a quote unquote like gentleman or whatever. Like, I'll split a check. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but you know, like if we go on like a quote unquote like fancy date night or whatever, I wanna like be yeah. able to like trick on you or whatever. Like, cause I'm your man and that's yeah. what niggas supposed to do. Whoop de whoop de whoop. Like, and then, like I also like, I'm also just kind, of, especially like kind of in my relationship. Like, if you trying to like pay for my dinner, I'm like shit. Okay, I ain't gonna like, say no. Like, I'm like, one, that's cool. And then also, like, I know I got you in other ways, too. So, Type like, shit. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think my model is also don't do too much. Like, yeah, I think that also that also trumps a lot of things for me. Like a lot of a lot of times when I'm like in situations where like, OK, I don't really know what's going on or I don't really like. Let me just to keep a low profile. I'm just, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. OK, like, I'm not going to escalate this shit. Like, I'm going to figure out how to, like, I don't know, get the Make I was never, so- and like I was never, I was never like I, I'm sure if you, I was never like an alpha male character. Like there were always those dudes, like especially in high school when like niggas like were really still trying to figure themselves out. There was always those dudes who just like overcompensated and did the most. And you're just like, yo, why the fuck are you so aggressive? Like, yeah, everyone else is hella like, like there were always those dudes like that just love to like instigate, just like talk shit. And you're just like, yeah. what are you so insecure about, dog? Like just let it out, bro. You need a hug or something, like. Yeah, I was one of those. <laughs> I was always just cooling, bro. Like, I, I got in like one fight as a kid, and I was like, "Nah, this ain't the lifestyle for me, bro." Like, <laughs> not with that shit. Like, <laughs> that's hella funny, dog. I was like, "Nah, with that shit, I'm I'm talented in other ways. I have other skills." <laughs> yeah, uh, I learned real quick how to kind of avoid. I'm, I'm real good at circumventing confrontation, bro. Basically, but just like <laughs> for doing it, it's just like. I just I always say like I just avoid people who I know I don't I'm not gonna like. Like I think like I feel like there are people who love there are people who love smoke. There are people who love static and like actively put themselves in like confrontational positions. Yeah. And it's like and then there are people who don't fuck with that shit like me. I'm just like, okay, like if I don't fuck with you, like I don't feel the need to like prove that I'm superior to you or like better than you. I just don't fuck with you, so I'm just gonna leave you the fuck alone. I'm not gonna like try to tell you shit or like you know belittle you or whatever unless you come at me sideways yeah otherwise i'm just gonna move like we are not in the same universe yeah and i think because i think um another aspect of just like your masculinity is knowing when to talk about things too like if you have issues i'm like if i got an issue with somebody like if i care enough about it then i'm gonna talk to you about it like if I and if we have an issue and I don't like care enough to talk about it, then like we probably don't really have an issue. Like, <laughs> like I can't imagine like type shit because like, that's just also like not really how I move for real. I'm not. I'm never yeah. really like moving in, in situations where like decisions I make put people at losses. I try. I, yeah. I, I try to avoid that. And so I'm like, if you beefing, <laughs> like you hating, like you not be. There's not yeah. a like you, you can't. Be if you can't come up to me and be like, hey dog, like you know I. I feel some type of way because you did this. Like, if I if somebody if I slice somebody, like I'm always willing to hear. Like, yeah, because it had to be some like very like either a accidental or b very intentional shit. Yeah. So like, if I did if I did you dirty, it was like that's a you, conversation. That's not yeah like, yeah. That's not beef, and that's I think that's like I don't know. That's how I kind of like 
look that's how i grew up like moving through yeah. the world that's one thing that i just kind of like Same figured shit. out from the jump was just kind of like i don't know i'm much better at like i'm much better at like talking through shit yeah and kind of I, I don't like passive aggressive shit it, it stressed me out that shit tiring bro <laughs> that shit hella tiring that shit hella tiring it was weird for me um i remember so like i remember a big thing for me was like going from like high school to college and like dealing with like quote unquote like drama and shit because like, i so i went to an all-boys school in dc just mm-hmm. for like reference and so like an interesting thing about like all dudes school like dudes just act one thing I learned from that was just like how different niggas are when women are around, bruh. Like, and that's like, and that's why one thing for me is like, especially when it comes to like confrontation or beef or whatever, like, if there's ever any type of space with like women around, there's always that like one nigga that's just gonna do the most because they're trying to like impress girls and pull. Like, and you just can't be around that nigga because like he doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> he don't give a fuck. anything else except trying to seem cool for these girls. So I was like, logic don't work, like reasoning, all that shit is out the window. But it's just like I went to all boys school and so I was like, niggas didn't like naturally most people like didn't have shit to beef over because like oftentimes niggas niggas just do dumb shit around girls. So it's mm-hmm. just like a lot less like friction happened because there weren't women around like yeah. not in the sense that like women are a problem just to clarify it's in the sense that just niggas are dumb <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. like you know kind of like without that like you know pressure to seem like the man or whatever people just tended to be a lot more like reasonable yeah and then like if some shit like did pop off and people did disagree because like people did like beef people did like spat but it was often like very easily settled because like one person was always just kind of clearly in the wrong and niggas would just be like hey bro like simmer down you look dumb like yeah. stop like <laughs> you look stupid calm down like logic was applied more <laughs> yeah because niggas wasn't puffing their chest and shit <coughs> yeah my shit was different because like my school being like majority white i kind of was like more of an observer yeah and being black the, like, you just skate by a lot of shit because niggas think you cool off rip <laughs> yeah like it was real easy to kind of just be like an acquaintance with everybody yeah and so like it everybody was, knew you high school really reinforced my kind of mantra of don't do too much because like it really allowed me to kind of like if i wanted to do some shit in the school like i could probably get away with it like <laughs> all i gotta do is like just like smile enough and like the teachers smile would be like away, oh look boys, at there it's like ah. <laughs> and it's like ah he's smile walking out of class walking down the hallway and shit just bullshit and like just look at that happy negro <laughs> we so happy he increasing our diversity <laughs> just increasing all our statistics going to college but yeah i was even just like laying low from like even messing with a whole bunch of girls in yeah. high school and stuff too because like See, that's Ooh. different. See, when it comes to my journey through shit, it was very different because in high the school, south, bro. I, I know we was in different environments, Ooh. so I was trying to get it in, bro. I like, for me, it was like, I like all my, I think I mentioned this on like a other, uh, another uh, older episode, but like for me, it was like all my like cousins and shit was like fucking. All yeah. My cousins, I was like a few years older than me was like fucking and shit. And yeah, it was in high school. So now I got into high school and I was always kind of awkward. So it was weird, like, because there was a weird clash of, like, I was, like, a new black kid. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of girls and shit was, like, intrigued. But then they would, like, approach and, like, you know, to them, I guess that I look cool because I'm black. But really, I'm (laughs) awkward as all fuck. (laughs) And so, like, it would be like this, hey. And I'm like, hi, like, what's up? And they're like, oh, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) That don't line up. And so, like, for me, it was, like, oh, like, this, like, constant struggle of, like, I was probably, I was hella thirsty in high school on some shit, like, be keeping it 100 just because I was, like, I was trying to be out here like my cousins and shit because, like, like, that's what a nigga thought was, like, yeah. oh, that's what it means to, like, be a dude and, like, be this age as I'm doing this thing, like, for sure, here we go, I'm at yeah. it. And, like, so for me, that was, it just took a while for me to, like, get the fuck over that shit and, like, just realize, like, hey, bro, just. It ain't That's going real. nowhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, it ain't going nowhere. You ain't gotta rush it. Like, I feel like high school is definitely like that hell of a period. Because I think that's also like <laughs> the cartoon Big Mouth is hilarious. Yeah, bro. Because you just like you don't think about it until like you grow up. But you're and like, people man. actually talk about it. Like that's a whole ass like hormonal shift, bro. Yeah, like, bro. And it's like it's at not a time when you know. 
not know so much, but you, you're expo- as a dude, especially you're exposed to so much sex because you've probably been watching porn for a few years by this <laughs> yeah. point. So like you've like seen a lot of sex. You've seen a lot of awkward romance on TV. Bad sex. You've seen a lot of like TV <laughs> with dudes like awkwardly stare at motherfuckers. Yeah, like- weird looks <laughs> and shit that like looks like it pulls, but like you don't really know. Like you probably just seen a lot of shit that's wrong or like harmful, but that like society has told you like no women like this. Trust us. Yeah, trust, trust us. us. Trust us. Over here at Bang Bros, we know what the ladies <laughs> like. Yeah. Cut. Um, Directors like, that was good. Up. That was good. <laughs> I like it. Turn me on. <laughs> Director like, did the job. And that's a wrap, folks. But nah, and then it's like, you get into like, for me, I was lucky. Because I remember for me, like, I remember like, the first time I had sex, immediately just being like, oh, nah, that shit is not accurate at all. Like, there was, the, the first thing I, the first stroke, <laughs> I was like, stroke. oh, nah, bro, that and this, two different things. Like, that, nah, bro. And so, but like, I feel like talking to a lot of other niggas, I remember talking to a lot of my guy friends, I was like, damn, like, I don't think some of y'all niggas got that memo, bro. Like, Cause some niggas just be on some like neck <laughs> shit for no reason, and I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, like, every different folks, different strokes or whatever. But like, I don't know, bro. That like real life porno, not the wave as far as like what actual sex is like. And yeah, a lot of dudes don't really like have that conversation with somebody, and so like, yeah, that's not the move. It's definitely like I think there's like levels of like porno is like the motherfucking like fantasy makeup of like some like a nigga that wanted to make a video of his like whatever <laughs> porn would get him off like and yeah porn I, I, sex is a two way street sure is <laughs> like, and that's the thing about you know and that's one of the weirdest things about being a dude is that like most like as like most dudes that's not how sex is marketed to most dudes yeah. It's marketed as something you do to someone, not something you do with someone. Like, like you fuck girls. That's it. Like, girls don't really have a say. That's yeah. like, like, you fuck these bitches and you move. Like, that's what niggas are told, but that's, like, not accurate at all. Like, as far as, like, having, you know, good sex with everyone involved, like, yeah, that shit, shit just, you know. Yeah, shit levels up once. Nine times out of once ten. Once the other party real. is involved, the shit really just. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> and a whole new world. A whole new world. A whole new world. Type shit. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's. I think empathy was like a really hard thing to kind of like. That's one thing that took a while for me to kind of really get the whole get like fully grasped mm-hmm. and just kind of like. I feel like a lot of relationships, like for me growing up. I didn't necessarily always have to like I didn't really necessarily know how to always like think about the other person yeah and so like a lot of relationships was like you know I like the concept of a relationship like but like I was just moving through life doing my own thing and like that's cool but, but then you like, get another person involved. But then it's like, yeah, like, why be in a relationship when you, like... And so I think, like, that distinction of kind of, like, realizing that, like, you know, if you're moving for yourself right now, then move for yourself. But, like... Don't get someone else when, in the scenario. Yeah, you know knowing, I mean? knowing, like, you know, if this is the level of, like, involvement I want from you, then this is the level of involvement yeah. I to give to you. Like, that's not, that's not always, like, an easy thing to kind of process because, but, like... like Cause like at the time it just be seeming like oh it's the wave. I think a lot of dudes fall into that trap of like, you know, you meet a chick, she cool, you know, y'all kick it for a little bit, you know, she nice or whatever, she bad and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Y'all start fucking smoking whatever. She it's it's chill, you know whatever. Yeah. Oh, but it's nothing serious. And y'all do that for a while, and then it's like oh fuck it, like you know why not make her wifey like isn't like oh the pussy good you know she yeah. cool why not but it's like no yeah. <laughs> like that's like that's not the wave like if if the pussy good why not then keep it at that you know yeah just let that be with y'all are y'all are fucking cool but like relationships are more than that and like i think a lot of niggas fall into that trap of thinking like oh like 
what else is a wifey other than just like someone who's like kind of around who I can fuck when I want to and who's like not irritating? Yeah, and that's like not because like I'll niggas also, just be moving I'll on their own. I throw a stick in the other fire and I will also put like with that communication being a two way street. Like when you start a relationship off and you just kind of like you know if the nigga kicking it and not really doing too much and like at some point you get dissatisfied with him not doing too much like, <laughs> him not doing too much from the start was like the, that implicit part of the conversation <laughs> and so like even just those levels are just really just like from the jump like if you like if, if the like if what you see from the jump like if a nigga starts switching up then tell him as he's switching up like hey why are you switching up because <laughs> I fucked with you three days ago. I fucked with that old energy. But this new shit the not day, the way. Like, you know, because I think a lot of times, like, niggas also get caught off guard when, like, they playing, when you fucking playing video games and somebody throwing a pillow at you. Like, why are you always playing video games? You're like, nigga, I've been playing video games. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I took you on a date and went back and started playing video games. Like... <laughs> You, like, did you think that, like, I was only going to play video games for the first week and then, like... <laughs> nah, that's hella real, though, because people be on some shit, like... Yeah, I agree, bro. You yeah. got to stay 100 with who you are from the rip. Like, yeah, both of it, like, both of them is, like, you know, don't expect on a lot of dudes' side, it's, like, don't expect somebody to do something for you that you're not doing for them. Type shit. But then also for a lot of women, like, don't do things that out of expectation of getting like a big reward yeah on, like always make your judgment based on what you're getting right yeah. now <laughs> yeah that's hella real I th- it's always weird because it's like I think like men almost like oh man I'm, not, I'm gonna butcher this thought I don't even know why I started speaking but like, I feel like I feel like for like one thing like with women it's like women see a lot of like what could be and like men be seeing like what is like men just be seeing like what's in front of them whereas mm-hmm. like women oftentimes I feel like see more like potential in people and like are yeah. willing to like lean in and type shit like that like a nigga just be like oh like you know we fucking and we smoke weed yeah and, like that's cool it Leave works it right now that. it works for right now whatever whereas women be like oh we fucking and chilling but like He's real good at doing this. Yeah, this. like he has so much potential and like da 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 da. And like, you know the dick. He's good. majoring in he's double majoring in chemistry and business. Yeah. Like, like oh, like you're like oh shit. I don't even think about all that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, I mean, it's, I, I feel like it's always gonna be like there, there's always gonna be shit when you dating. Like when you like trying to like figure out like yeah and you're not too deep and like dove into a relationship you just gotta like with every relationship just gotta like I, I feel like a lot of the big walls even like we talking about like masculinity and shit like I feel like a lot of shit just kind of gets resolved when you learn how to like just prioritize like effectively communicating with yeah. people like <laughs> kind of push aside like how you feel and how they that's, feel and and just kind of just talk about what's actually happening yeah like, cause that's one of the main things they push on man it's just like not being able to talk about your feelings and shit yeah that was like my biggest thing was just always feeling like whatever was wrong like it wasn't even like on her like if I'm in a relationship it was like it was like oh like I'm the man like I'm supposed to like fix whatever it's wrong in your life yeah. and deal with my shit. And so like things would bother me and I wouldn't say shit. I would just like adapt. Yeah. Like, Fuck like I'm a nigga. I'm strong. Like I'ma just do my do my thing. Like yeah. I don't gotta we don't gotta talk about it. Like what we talking for? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that was my like that was one thing I had to like learn about myself and like learn that like, you know, that's something that was like put on me. You yeah. Know? And I had to like shake that shit off. Yeah, I had to, I had to have it too for real, for real. Where you just kind of like, you you naturally, where you just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna deal with this. I'm not gonna say nothing about this because like you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't like deal, it's I don't part of hear that. her trip or whatever. But yeah. you like, nah, dog. You just got to do yourself to like due diligence and say it. And if she trip, you gotta take note. And just be like, okay, that's a yellow flag. That's, like, hey, that's not a yellow flag, bro. That's a red flag. Like this bro. shouldn't. This should like if if I told you something that like you know, you should be able to say shit and like have a conversation. Yeah, like. no, that's definitely a big red flag, bro. And that's like, I think that, and I think that can be like a hard thing for a lot of men too. It's like when they have that time of being like, okay, like I think it'd be hard sometimes because like. You know, we're already told, like, oh, you know, you can't communicate, da-da-da-da-da, like, don't express your feelings. So then it's like, 
I think when a lot of dudes do try to express their feelings, sometimes it's like, oh, we kind of don't have that same like emotional intelligence that like, you know, a lot of women have um, to kind of communicate effectively. And so then like you try to say what you're feeling, it comes off fucked up. Now, like you feel like you done did something wrong because like she's sad because you said some shit, you know, clumsily. I feel like that's like a I know that's a scenario I've been in. I feel like a lot of niggas be in that scenario yeah. because it's like, man, like it take practice. I to have know this how feeling something, yeah. And like I'm gonna say it, but like I don't know the best way to like phrase it. Cause I know yeah. like you be people like whenever your lady tell you you did some shit wrong, that should be so well put together yeah. and like articulate. You gotta like you gotta she like, got examples and like he's like, Yeah, you remember the other day, like we were going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said that and I said, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She break that shit down, you like, Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta put up like a, a motherfucking communication barrier. Anytime <laughs> anytime we step in this barrier, you can't trip. <laughs> you can't trip. <laughs> like you just gotta listen to whatever the fuck comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna just throw a And lot like of when dirt. I put this barrier down, you can say whatever the fuck you gotta say, but at least let me finish my thought. Like but just let me get it out. <laughs> it's not gonna be pretty, but just big picture. <laughs> big picture. <laughs> this is a good talk. Yeah, nah, that's it's it's a um It's just, it's a tricky road, man. I feel like I feel like people don't talk. So one thing, kinda like I guess like wrapping up this conversation for me, I think one thing for me as I think about kind of how I go my life is I feel like I know for me personally I didn't get a lot of talks about like what it means to like quote unquote like be a man in whatever like context that means but like no one ever my like my dad never like had that conversation with me about like you know any of the things that people put on masculinity and like mm-hmm. how to approach them like you know saying like hey like this is what you know the world is kind of going to put on you and like you you have a choice whether or not you choose to subscribe to that like you know what i mean but like let me tell you about like myself and kind of like what i've learned you know what i mean so like for me i know having you know my little junior or whatever oh shit my little junior or whatever like even just like as i interact with like you know people who i mentor people who come to me for like advice for me it's just like having those conversations about like those things that are like quote unquote taboo like yeah. communication and talking about your feelings and like understanding sex it's just like all those things that like people put on men but like I feel like a lot of men just don't talk about and so therefore yeah. like we all just kind of keep these like real narrow pockets of thinking as yeah. far as certain things and no one ever like checks in to say like hey like why do you think that way are you sure that's okay you know what you know what, where's that coming from yeah type shit. yeah I think it's I, I, hold on one second. Let me gather my thoughts. He too. had that real high nigga pause, bro. <laughs> that boy said, "I think," and then gazed Ooh. off into the stars and was gone, and then returned and said, "Hold on." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a lot of my, I had a lot of, I had a lot of like kind of people to kind of look at and kind of gauge different aspects of like masculinity in my mm-hmm. family, and like every person kind of like. Painted a picture type shit. Yeah, because everybody kind of had their ups and downs. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to, like, real specifically, like, start naming people. But, like, everybody, like, every dude, that kinda, every male figure that I kind of looked at um, was either, like, had, in addition, either had, like, had some, like, really, like, stamp, like, um attribute or had a couple that really just like kind of like I took those lessons kind of like real hard um and I just kind of learned like a lot of like core things that I was like okay these like these dudes like did this and it either worked really well or it didn't work yeah how can I apply that to my life now yeah and because like I mean yeah because growing up like being in my household like having men so like really like kind of far away yeah like i was just i didn't like get the day-to-day kind of of like just kind of living with like a dad type you know so i didn't get like the ups and downs and the coming in from work tired and all that like kind of (laughs) shit kind of like that kind of like melds your view of someone yeah i saw people like generally like like windows in like but they and they always kind of looked like generally like how they like presented to the world right or presented to me in that situation like um 
Oh, it was within a very specific like context. Context, yeah. There was there was always a situation that I was seeing this person. Right. Um and so from that, just having like a couple of guys that were very different in very different places that I kinda like took different things from, I kinda didn't like have like a very like um personal view of masculinity but my view of masculinity was just kind of really like okay i have to make sure i kind of do the right thing yeah because like like looking at all these people it's like okay like the people the people i like have the most respect for and attraction to are the people that are like doing the right thing one for themselves and then also for the people around them like right yeah and that's kind of just how i kind of was like okay looking at all these men like who's doing this that? is this is how i kind of want to mold myself yeah. like <laughs> that's real and that's, i think that's something that like i also didn't really think of and like until like later on like as like mm-hmm. as you get more like free time and start to wonder like you know why you why do i do certain things yeah like, then yeah. you start to like okay see who you got things from yeah that's hella real. Yeah, man. <laughs> shit. That, that was cool. This was cool. Happy <laughs> we did this shit, dog. Nina talks. <laughs> Talk about everything on this motherfucker. <laughs> hey. Let's go. You want to roll into the smoke break, dog? Yeah, let's go burn one. Let's go burn we'll one. We'll be back. With a special. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> a special surprise. Peace. Smoke my cigarettes in threes. Come lie down with me. Cry out for me, love. Inside and out for me. For me, I'm finding my peace, but I don't know love. I'm available. to you open up them golden gates for you just to lose you again oh darling but we're still friends i'm available thought i was made for you i masturbate to you Open up them golden gates for you Just to lose you again Oh darling, but we're still friends I could be the one But you're not Today, man. Shit, it this is, is it's so comfortable. In here. <laughs> bruh, I don't this, know. This room got like the crazy feng shui, bro. Like this should just be calming, bro. Like as soon as you close the door, it just be like, yeah. You just sit back and you just because you can kind of hear the crickets chirping in the background. Yeah. Like, like, you feel like you're outside, which you're, you're not. Yeah, you're still like, like it's inside. so beautiful. I'm like, bro, like. <laughs> I feel like I'm like in this tree branch little right Little sunbeams just pouring at yeah, you. Yeah, I'm in a little vitamin D and shit. I'm hearing insects around me, but they're not near me. Like <laughs> you're still safe. Like in yeah, a I'm like oh, this is this is my type of nature. It's like a little pocket, a little Nina pocket. Yeah, Nina. <laughs> a little pocket of sage energy on Nina, bruh. Oh man, Come that get was your fun. Senjutsu on, bruh. All right, man. Welcome back from the. Oh, yeah. that was a good smoke break. Was. You can tell. You can always tell about an intro combo, like how stone niggas was coming into this shit. 
Because it just be like, the wilder that shit is, like, you just know we started talking about some bullshit out of nowhere. Yeah. We, we were talking about broken waveform tattoos. Niggas is on some dumb shit. I don't even know, bro. But we are here today with a very special guest. She's a singer. She's a visual artist. She paints. I draw. She draws. Got the good energy, too. Just She got good oh, energy. Okay. A beautiful voice. Amazing music. <laughs> Make some noise for our special guest nine in your homes, in your cars. Make some hey. noise. Hey, <laughs> 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 the applause. What's applause up? Type shit. How are you? <laughs> I'm cool, man. I only got puked on twice today at my that's job. A okay. That's just like, that's good. That's a me. good. That's yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> That's, that's, that's fine. I work with infants. There you go. Context. So. I, I, I was just going to wait for it to come out, man. I was like, I don't want to ask. Not going to drop the gun. Oh, so I'm that's a, fun. I'm a preschool teacher. I work with infants right now. So those kids just run around and the, the puke is like, oh, you're a little angel, but you know, this is still violent. Yeah, it's just like, oh, thanks. This is like what my day was missing. You know, that kid is just like, there's like a time in your life when you would just like indiscriminately throw up. Like, not anyone. I just like, have to apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry, mom. I know I was a like, big kid. I saw my big head. Like, like, but by like, like three years old, they, they, they're saying sorry. Like this kid, like took his, he shit his pants and had a blowout. And he was just like, <laughs> in the bathroom, like helping him change. And he's he realizes like, he's like, I should. This, oh, he's like, this should not be happening. And he's like, he's like two and a half, three years old, and he's like this chubby little dude, and he's just like, I'm so sorry about this. Oh man. <laughs> oh Eloquent my god. Too. He's like, this is an apology. Like, really, like teeny tiny heart. Like, I would write you a letter, like if <laughs> I, I could spell my name. And yours. <laughs> Oh my god. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. So they they figure it out that they got to get it together soon. That's funny. <laughs> that's that's great. That's cool. <laughs> and it, it's I feel like it's definitely more of a good time than like the stress more often than not, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the stress usually comes from the adults in the environment, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah. That's how the kids. Like, the kids, <laughs> the kids are like, it's like you've only been on the planet for like three like, whole uh, yeah. years. You expect it. Like, like you don't, it's fine that you don't know how to put your jacket on yet. <laughs> <laughs> but like this other person who's been like a teacher longer than me and in the world longer than me, still being like you gotta watch terrible out more. to children or yeah. like just like. Just like dicks for no reason to like everyone around them, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. Stop. You may be throwing up on me, but at least I don't have to put my guard up. Like. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's usually just it's usually the adults that are more stressful. The kids are cool because you understand why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Hey man, you got to stay like the child, man. Yeah. I always wanted to be part of the kids next door. Bruh. <laughs> awesome shit. I like. I remember turning thirteen and being like, "Damn, R.I.P." <laughs> that wasn't sad. R.I.P. They never like. Wow. You know, remember they had like the the, the teenagers that were. You know, yeah, still, still like, loyal, but I was like, I never got my little letter or nothing, so I guess I'm just like a regular, a regular ass nigga. Kid. So, whatever. <laughs> But um, I do want to talk about you. I want to talk about your music because you make dope ass music. Thanks. Um, so I guess if you want to just like tell everybody kind of like how you got started and like, you know, what kind of got you into singing, like and writing and, you know, just that whole the creation of nine. You know, <laughs> um, okay. Story. Well, I have been writing songs like since I was little. Like, I don't know, elementary school. Type shit. Since you could write type shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly. That's crazy. And uh, my mom was a singer. And I remember, like, realizing that this one Avril Lavigne song was... Hey, Avril was my girl. Yeah, Which she was... Which one, bro? It was uh, um, Happy Ending, I think. Oh, yeah, bro. Happy or, Ending was a jam, bro. <laughs> or something off that album. But... I realized that she wrote her songs like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah. verse, chorus. Like there's four verses and four. Yeah. And so then I started writing songs like that. 
Um, and I just like had these notebooks full of songs forever. And then um, when I went to college, I was dating this rapper and he was like, heard me singing. And then I was like, oh yeah, like I write songs. And so I sang one for him and he's just like, you need to be like doing this with your life. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah definitely. And like when I was in- a collab, we gonna be the next Beyonce and Jay-Z will be here, bro. And uh, it was weird because it was always like a dream of mine, but I was like in school for psychology and like wanted to be a tattoo artist. So it was like singing was like less tangible and then it wasn't. And I like sang the hook of one of his songs at a show and the promoter of that show really liked me. And so then like I shot a video for this song I have called Filthy Animal. Um, That's not on SoundCloud because I only leased that instrumental mm. and someone else bought like it like and it was just permanently like, oh, wow. so and they yeah. posted their thing on soundcloud first mm-hmm. but it is on my youtube the video is like okay. really terrible <laughs> 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 but it's like i still kind of like fuck with the song like the energy behind it hey filthy animal i'm gonna go pee that's not like and, it's probably hard bro yeah. <laughs> and uh but so like I did all this like in college and I started performing on the regular in Springfield, Missouri. And when I graduated, I stayed there to teach for a year. And you're still recording in college? Yeah, it was like um, with this this guy that I, I did stand up for like a month. Oh, wow. and, <laughs> that's fun. And uh, this guy that I met doing that had recording equipment. So when I decided like, okay, it's cool that like the guy I was dating like put me on or whatever, but I want to do this like by myself because yeah, I gotta like that. prove it. Yeah, you got like a song I'm book. doing. You're not this. trying to run hooks all day. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so I was like, fuck it, and I bought like these like these three beats off of um, some website I can't remember. It's like SoundClick. It's probably yeah something like that. SoundClick <laughs> used to be the jug, bro. Beatstars and shit, bro. <laughs> And I wrote three songs. It was, um, it was, or maybe it was two. It was, it was two. It was this song called, um, it was Filthy Animal and then this song called Death of Me. Okay. And, uh, those are both, well, Death of Me is on SoundCloud. It's, you gotta like scroll to get there though. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's before the, uh, the, uh, the album with the green artwork. <laughs> yeah. It's like really old. Um, and so I did, so I was performing these two songs at this rap show called Yo Wednesdays every Wednesday. And I was like the only singer. It was weird. <laughs> and, uh, I just kept doing that. Whenever I got asked to do shows, I did them. And then I started to make like a little bit of money here and there. So that was cool. And then, um, I graduated once and there's there's this show called the mystery hour in Springfield and it's like one of those late night talk shows mm-hmm. and what's crazy is a year like prior to when I was actually on the show I performed at pride fest there oh, awesome. and the guy was like I have this show and we do like these live performances and it's just like in a little coffee shop mm-hmm. right now and but it was like the date that he needed me to do it i was going to be out of town for like to see my family and Mm -hmm. shit um and i had already like bought the ticket to come home and stuff so i couldn't do it and then i performed again the next year at pride i didn't run into that guy but there was like a line of people around the whole square like to talk to me it was crazy that's cool it was crazy (laughs) like shorties were like wanting to smoke with me and hey. like, <laughs> like and it was just like, like <laughs> it was like wow right. <laughs> ain't nothing better when somebody <laughs> come up and offer you a hit bro you like don't mind if I do like, like, can we smoke with you sometime up. are you from here do you live around here and it's just like I've been here for five fucking years like Damn. where have all these people been and uh, I did I would do these drag shows like after Pride, the, the, the two years that I did it, and those were, like, so fun and so big, too. Like, a lot of people came. You're singing at them? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And they That's do your it. makeup for you. It's, it's fun. That's cool. That's hard. That's cool. <laughs> that sounds hella fun. And, uh, 
Then last summer, I wrote Friends and I performed that at that Pride. And um, probably tore the house down. Then in, <laughs> then that January, I got invited to be on the Mystery Hour, and that was like my first TV performance. Yeah. I was like, yo. Um, and then that got me a lot of attention here because mm-hmm. I had just moved back and nobody really knew who I was here. And um, but like er, that performance got a lot of attention here, and then friends got a lot of attention. Yeah. yeah. And um, like some of my friends are like, hey, you know, people are like starting to talk about you. People are starting to know who you are now. What are you gonna do? I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Like, I sing, Keep I guess. That, like, <laughs> Keep writing in that magic songbook, bruh. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> and like, so here I am. That's what's up. That's awesome. That's cool. That's hella dope, man. This yeah. girl put Little Yellow House on her makeup tutorial and it hey. has like 11,000 plays now. And I'm yeah. like, what hey. the fuck? That's so many plays. That's awesome. That's hella dope, man. <laughs> That's lit. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, I remember I first heard friends. Just I think like someone I followed on Twitter retweeted it, and I was like, first off, kudos to you. who did you have do that artwork? Uh, do you guys know Alex? He goes by Monster. You know, yeah, him. yeah, yeah that's who know did him that. But but I know him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did that. That's oh, cool. So, yeah, because the first that art that artwork is very like gripping. <laughs> it's cold. Like, yeah, it's hella cold, yeah. and it's like hella like provocative like you're like oh shit what is this like, yeah you want to play it so i'm like <laughs> yeah. shit let me it play made that. my older brother uncomfortable he was like can you stop posting that picture <laughs> on facebook <laughs> what is that <laughs> what is that he's like that's what that you is? sing about now and i was like i'm a grown-up guy grown. yeah <laughs> so ooh, that's what a segue see um <laughs> so tell me so I, like tell me t- talk more about that as far as like that song in particular and kind of like what that means that song like even from the artwork to like the content it is all very like provocative it's very like you know it's very sexual it's very but it's very like you like i don't know it feels <laughs> like you know what i mean so like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to talk too much about it here song but just like tell people about kind of like you know what it, where that song kind of like came from you know for you we were talking about like gender and stuff in the first half of the episode so like mm-hmm. you know just as far as your own like gender identity and like you know kind of how you expressed yourself in that song yeah um well i don't know (laughs) uh as far as gender identity goes it's like i i guess i'm just like androgynous like sometimes Mm -hmm. like it's like I don't know I tell guys like that like me or like that I'm thinking about dating like sometimes I need to feel like a boy and it's just like a thing mm-hmm. that's real and uh but I don't know so I don't I guess androgynous or like gender fluid maybe but I still don't like feel like someone's calling me like by the wrong pronouns if they call me like she or her mm-hmm. or whatever that's real like I don't I'm not like picky about that <laughs> but it's like weirdly affirming when i've been in a community uh where people were like really about acknowledging that and so like this girl made it a point to say like they or them when she was mm-hmm. talking about uh, for me sure. for sure and it was kind of like the first time anyone was like yeah i see you, see you as feminine and masculine and like acknowledging that and so it was cool but it's not like it's not something that you harp on. But yeah, you like, it's yeah. just like nice when it happens, but it's chill about it. I think it. honestly, it's also just nice to know too. Yeah. For as like someone else, it's also just kind of like nice to know like how you view yourself in the world. Yeah. Even though it's not something that's like openly like talked about when people meet. Yeah. It's just nice to know a bit more about somebody, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I do think um, with the friends question though, I do want to know like a bit about like your creative process when you're making songs, like when you're writing songs in the spell book, like. <laughs> <laughs> spell book, I love it. Yeah, so, tell us, so tell us about like, so you mentioned um, when you were telling us a TV story that like within all that you wrote the song. So can you tell us kind of like what headspace you were in when you wrote that song and kind of like what things you wanted to convey and like that kind of thing? Mm, well, I was in love Ooh, and it was V steamy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, but not like, 
I don't know how, like, it, I'm being very open. But, like, we weren't, like, having sex, but there was mm-hmm. still, like, that, like, tension. Burning, like, passion. passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not to be, like, head ass. But, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> when, you, when you feel that emotion, you're like, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Now we all had them little hot. You know, it's easier, it's easier to see it in your face too, where you actually you, you talk with <laughs> yeah. your hands, and so I see the energy. I'm like, yeah. It's, but it was really that though, like <laughs> little fling. Took like forever to leave because like we're, we can't like stop making out at the door, mm-hmm. like so stupid, right? <laughs> and uh, so that was going on that summer, and I had like spent. Um, like the winter of going through this shift, like more into my feminine energy, mm-hmm. kind of um, out of nowhere. And um, like, I don't know. So I was, I was, I felt like I was really like coming into my own as a woman, like mm-hmm. that summer, last summer. And uh, I was writing, I wanted to, I was listening to a lot of R&B. And I was like, I bet I could write an R&B. Because yeah. I, I like purposefully like stayed away from it because I didn't know. I wasn't as confident. Like, because before that, I was kind of just choosing like weird alternative beats. But you felt that like, you felt that you had lived through that energy. And you're yeah, like, ooh, I could do I an like, R&B I, song. I get it now. Like, I'm I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I, can, I can hit those like emotional points to sing this song. Yes, like I've been through some shit now. I understand. Like, That's why we call it the spell book, bro. She be translating her life in the song, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and, uh... So I was like, I want to, so I was finding these like Frank Ocean type beats on YouTube. And, hey. uh... One of them was about this guy, and um, it was like all this, all of the, all of these songs were supposed to be on Bloom, but I cut it down to three because of like dumb technical shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Friends was in this like story of me and this guy, and so it was just like the point where you want them and you like can't want them enough and but like you know like y'all are still scared or whatever the fuck and then there's another song about like when you finally do get together and how great it is and like probably a couple songs about that and then like (laughs) (laughs) the honeymoon yeah basically and then there was one song there was a song called bloom that was supposed to be on there and uh it was just like the hook was like love me enough to make the garden bloom so like um let me have your babies you know what i'm saying (laughs) and and then friends was like we fucked it up somehow yeah and like i'm gonna try to be your friend like but it's a rap type even though like it's still all this like i say like so as far as like where I was as a woman, it was just like trying not to be so like mopey about love yeah. and just like have power in it yeah, and like have power in my sexuality. Cause it was like, <laughs> we were just, I don't know. It was weird. And like, there was all this tension, but we weren't actually going through with it. So I was masturbating like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But like almost being like if I wanna do something, like let me do it. Like just while like, we kinda bruh. dancing around here, like Yeah, and then it was- <laughs> <laughs> Like let's just get to it, shit. And <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> so it was just like I was just I just was like very much and it was around the time that um Sizz's album had just dropped. And I, she was like very about- direct about like how she felt about men and like mm-hmm. her sexuality yeah. like and it was just like okay and then it was like i can do that yeah, like type shit. um and so i was like listening to that album when i started writing friends and um, that's a dope influence though yeah, uh, yeah. we be t- we talk about like women artists a lot but it, it's dope to just see that influence. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i definitely think like especially like in music a lot of times like it's, I think a lot of times it's like always stereotypical to see women in music be like victims of love yeah. in some way. So yeah. I thought it was I, I thought it was dope to have that energy of like I just wanted nah, to I'm gonna come through like 
we gonna fuck, but I'm out of here. We still friends. <laughs> like simmer down, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I've I liked that the song like says that to people because it is like saying like all right like whatever we can fuck around and be friends like that's cool but then it's also like i i hope it comes across there's also just like this longing yeah. like like i could be the one like, like yeah. but you're Available. stupid like yeah yeah. Like yeah like you're not hurting me if we just gonna be friends but, but like, like here, if bro. you will buckle down and do your shit i like, love we, to make this right like, the, come like on. the only reason i'm around you for real for real is because i think you got some potential right like, like, <laughs> i kind of like don't want to be I'm your not friend gonna trip like, over it like if you don't get it together like shit. right it's like cool i guess but yeah, so that's and I was I was sitting I um my love life has always been very tumultuous <laughs> and uh so I was engaged and that kind of went to shit uh like very suddenly and quickly and then I almost like I don't know. There was very little time had passed before yeah. I started like rekindling this flame with this guy from college who yeah. is like the person that friends is about and um so that was going on and i was just like kind of reeled with anxiety all the time yeah because yeah. I, I i wasn't arms. yeah i wasn't smoking weed anymore because i just like didn't have um like a supplier because my my ex-fiance always bought from some dude and yeah. you know oh, so if you to get it was a drought yeah and uh eventually i like started hanging out with this girl and she would like come over and smoke with me so i could i smoked pretty regularly but um so i just like was really anxious all the time and then i got this dog because I was lonely and she was like a fucking handful. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, so it was just like, I was like really stressed all the time. And then I was like, my, I moved up in my job. And so I was, I was smoking cigarettes as a replacement for weed. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I was sitting underneath the tree in my front yard, like decompressing for my day, smoking a cigarette. And I, at the time I had a rule where I would never smoke three in a day. Yeah. Um, and that's why in the song I say I smoke my cigarettes in threes. Yeah. And that's hard. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a little genius. <laughs> yeah, we might have to just lock this interview up, bro. Like it's valuable, bro. Like what the hell? This shit is deep. This some crazy shit, bro. Spellbook, bro. That's hard. So it was funny that you said you keep saying that and saying like, oh, she just writes her life because I really just do. Like, yeah. That's what. That's and it what was like that's cost. where I was at. I was like really anxious and like lusty after this dude and like smoking cigarettes and masturbating Type. all the time <laughs> yeah and like like okay we can be friends but like also this would be really Type great like, like there's a lot of excess just... energy i want to be putting into this yeah <laughs> like what do i do with the rest of this up here? <laughs> um that's crazy yeah so that's i was just like this is what's going on in my life Hey, you gotta keep. And I liked, I for a long time I was able to like hide behind my lyrics because I would use like a lot of metaphors and like just be be really like cryptic about what I was trying to say. And then um, I was like really depressed in college, and so I wrote this the the EP. I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's like older. Um, It was the first one I ever did, and it was called Love Delirium. No, and uh, it's like from before goodbye. If you've okay. heard goodbye, okay, yeah, I've heard goodbye. Um, but there's this song on it called LSD and cigarettes, and I was like doing a lot of acid and smoking cigarettes and writing, and so I wrote a song about it. And then um, later, like years later, I had said something to my mom about doing LSD, and she was just like, "Oh my God, Jamie's." And I was like, there's a whole song about it <laughs> that everyone has played, like at several family functions. Like, y'all be jamming I to thought it. we were all on the same page here. You know, they don't be listening, they just be bobbing their heads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. That she talented. You gotta get her manager. <laughs> but so, like, my lyrics are very true to life. And, uh, 
I was just like, I, I wrote the song and it's cool because it like did exactly what I wanted it to do. I wanted to like capture people with my sexuality, which is something I didn't think I could do before because yeah. I'm like scrawny and lanky and like <laughs> yeah. just kind of a weird human being. But like you said <laughs> earlier, you kind of like, you've kind of like taken control of like your love life and all that. And so now you put the image out. And it's just kind of like, I feel like that allows you to kind of like control that image now and like, yeah, yeah, just really do sell you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, I didn't, that hadn't but yeah, occurred to know. me. <laughs> Congrats, kudos. Kudos. <laughs> You're dope. I do, I do my best. <laughs> You're gonna get a plaque or something. <laughs> it's not in the budget. <laughs> We'd love to make one though. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. Probably find it on Alibaba, bro. <laughs> find anything on Alibaba. We're gonna make some exclusive Nina merchandise. Sure, on Alibaba. Nina merch yeah. coming soon, bro. You heard yeah. it on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> heard it on the podcast. Like, no, it's real. That was super dope. That was a dope conversation. Yeah, it was. I apologize. I forgot to tell her about Al- Album of the Week. It has slipped my mind. Oh, yeah. So we're going uh, <laughs> to... At the end of every podcast, we do an Album of the Week. Okay. Um, and I, I guess we'll go first. But basically, you just think of an album that either you listen to this week or you just kind of like. I already got it. She already got it. I she already got she, it. She, she hip. <laughs> there we go. One step ahead of the game. You Would you like f- to go first? Um, sure. I can only have one. Just for the week, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I've been listening to Ariana Grande's new album. Hey, I did listen to that today. She's dope. It is Flames. Shout out Pharrell, bro. I'm so in my feelings every time I listen to it. Dog. She can sing so loud. I need to listen to that. It's cold, bro. I be forgetting she can really sing. She can really fucking sing. First time I got hip to her, man was victorious from uh <laughs> the old uh what was it is she on it was nickelodeon, Nick, Disney? It, was, it, was nickelodeon. It, was Nick. it was nickelodeon yeah and she she shot outside victoria justice bruh, bruh. <laughs> i was like hey shawty with the red hot cold bruh <laughs> <laughs> she had that poor girl on her own show looking a mess bruh, bruh. look at oh, she Looking hurt. <laughs> Ever since then, she was destined for greatness, bro. Yeah. I was like, she really started cool. singing, I was like, oh shit, like. And like, I personally thought it might have been like some like gimmick shit, you know, like oh the little Nickelodeon girl. I did too. And I was like, she probably not really singing. And then like, I saw her like actually like sing something, and I was like, oh shit, like no, she's she can't fake she's that. She's cold. Like, she's yeah. singing. Damn, that's raw. Like, she like super talented. Super talented. Yeah. Go for it. Hella crazy. That's hella lit. Yeah, I listened to that today, bro. I like I was also like surprised by like how much like Pharrell was on that album. Yeah. Like I didn't know I, I just didn't expect it. I didn't know he like yeah. worked with her a lot or anything. I like didn't that. either. So like when I heard like Pharrell be everywhere, bro. A couple Pharrell <laughs> features and like in, in beats, I was like, oh shit, that's hella dope. Like, cause she's like one of the biggest pop stars out right now. And like, she's cold. I love her. Uh, you want to go next? Yeah, mine will be uh, 2088 with Big Sean and Janae. Yeah. That's a good one, too. I feel That's like really people hella slept on that little project, but that shit's so cold, bro. Like, yeah. them as a combo, like... It's nostalgic, for sure. Yeah, it, it hella brings back a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It brings back a time and place, and you're like, damn. <laughs> What an album. Big Sean and Janae, everyone like had such high hopes for just like when they started making music together, how much music they would make. People were just hoping they would they would just keep make going music all the time. Together they all did, the time. Like, a few features <laughs> together that were just hella cold and you're just like, damn bro, give us a project and they were like, okay. A little hot streak. <laughs> and they gave us the project and it was flames. Um Mine got swayed. I'm gonna actually Ooh. go with the Divine Feminine by Mac okay. Miller. Yes, I to love compliment that the album. Ariana Grande. Facts. Um, <laughs> not compliment anymore. I feel like not anymore, but you know, it in, the moment, in the moment, in the moment, it com it complimented it the Ariana it Grande. Uh, Mac Miller just is a great artist. Mac Miller, cool. I've been he's a fan. good. I I've been like a fan him. for a while, but he's like really started exploring like the way he makes his Melody albums, compi- com- uh, his composing sound. them and stuff. The sound, yeah, yeah. He getting cold. Mac got to do a documentary or something, bro. Let people see the, the and energy. he just he seems really like such to. a nice guy. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he seemed real chill. <laughs> he seemed like he would like. He seems like 
He did a bunch of drugs, and now he's like, I'm over it. And I'm like trying to get my life together. <laughs> like, he seemed like the... He's <laughs> like, now cool with like weed and like mild shit. Like, like, music is great. Music's gotten me real far. I'm going to keep like expressing myself <laughs> through music and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I seem like he lived in a chill life, bro. And he be, he be producing a lot of his own shit. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. Mac I watched be- an interview of his once, and like, he was reading comments of... of people like saying mm-hmm. stuff about him and somebody said something mean in his face like is this like, the thing where the little tweets pop up maybe i can't remember videos. but he it looked like it really hurt his feelings and i was like oh mac if you ever pull up through nino bro we gonna hug it out smoke a joint say fuck whoever that was <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was fun man thanks for joining us <laughs> Maybe go roll another joint. for tuning in to another episode of Nina Talks with Darius and Nikita. If you like our podcast, make sure to rate and review on iTunes, or if you're listening on SoundCloud, like and repost. Your feedback means a lot because it helps us discover new listeners and grow our fan base. See you next week.